that's a growler. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Never Ending Minute, where we analyze, scrutinize, and is that Chris Price? <laughs> the movie, <laughs> The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Howith. I wondered how you were going to do these. I'm Tierney Steele. And Chris Price is the production sound mixer, <laughs> for, or one of the production sound mixers of this movie, along with Ed Parente. All right. <laughs> So we are in minute 92, and I just have to do my little we're not worthy bow down to the fact that you have come up with 92 of these dad jokes and are still going strong in these credit minutes. Um, we decided to do, we're, we're including the credits, they're part of the movie, and also we don't have egregious ones, like poor Lord of the Rings minute had like 20 <laughs> minutes of credits to cover. They did not do minute by minute because that would be insane. Uh, but we don't have that many, so we figured we would take this week to take care of a few things. Um, but we will still address the minute, which begins with second unit director of photography, Franz Rath, BVK, and I have a note on it. And it ends with Chief Mulder Antonio Paramo. All right, so I'm curious whether or not your note is the same as my note. Did you, Did you finally... I found BVK. I found BVK! <laughs> so at the beginning of this movie, we had a couple, uh, uh, whatever it's called, an acronyms, letters after uh, people's names, and we would figured out, like, this must be some German thing, but I hadn't been able to find it at that point, but I did find the German Society of Cinematographers... Or, I'm going to try and say this. Now, keep in mind, I have never studied German. I took four years of Italian. Bear with me. Baruf Versbad Kinematography. It oh, you with have Baruch. a different one than I have. Oh, Mine really? actually says uh, Bundesverband Kamera. No. This was like their, their web, the website of the German Society of Cinematographers is where oh, I pulled that from. Um, I pulled mine. Mine says German Society of Cinematographers as well, but it says Bundesverband Kamera. I don't know. I interesting. I just like the controversy is real, yeah. people. Well, but if, I I like mine because it starts with Baru. <laughs> it ties back to Star Wars. It's all this is all just Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Baru moved to Germany and founded this group. Um, no, for real, if you actually speak German, please feel free to weigh in because I was so excited and I'm really sorry for butchering your language throughout these credits. All right. So my first note or first thing that I really wanted to point out because they did an incredible job and I know these people never get the attention that they deserve. Principal casting, Penny Perry, Risa Kess. An additional U.S. casting by BCI Incorporated. Guys, these are the people that gave us Bastion, that gave us Atreyu, that gave us the uh, Angie Wook and Urgle, and all the wonderful characters that we like. They, they're the ones that found um, Oppenheimer for all these voices that we hear and love. They, they deserve a shout out, and that's why I really wanted to call them out here. Excellent. I had uh, a call out to enjoying... The fact, and I would have to look to see how common this is in movies that are especially 
special effects laden. Our director of special effects, who's Brian Johnson, had an assistant specifically just for him, Twyla Weixel, W-E-I-X-L. I mean, first of all, she's got an amazing name, but I also was like, how common is it for the director of special effects to have a dedicated assistant that isn't also doing something else? I found that fascinating. And then I picked up on our two second unit assistant directors, Michael Waldleitner and Marsha Gay. And Marsha is still working. She was uh, assistant director on Gravity and a couple episodes of Game of Thrones. Cool. Um, <laughs> interesting name that I just felt like calling out. The assistant to Brian Johnson is Twyla Weixel. That's T-W-Y-L-A-W-E-I-X-L. Okay. <laughs> I love that you were so distracted staring at her name because that's literally who I just talked about. Was it? Yeah. Jeez. She's the assistant. Saying, oh my gosh. That's hysterical. We'll see. <laughs> I was busy looking up reviews for us to read in a moment. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was ignoring you, Tierney. <laughs> Sorry. Sure. Well, you know who you can't ignore. Who's Nick that? Nick Pollock, who was the motion control unit computer consultant. I just want That's us all. That's a long title. I just want us all to think about what that job is in 1983-1984. That's amazing. Motion control unit computer consultant. So he was probably in charge of making sure that any computerization that went with moving these puppets around, mm -hmm. that it all worked the way it was supposed to and there were no bugs and stuff in it. Yeah. And that the actual yeah. systems all actually worked and were connected up correctly. And because, uh, you know, we made a lot of jokes about how many people are in Felcor's head and we saw they're actually off screen doing this yeah. all like remotely which is just absolutely astounding to me. So I really liked that. And then my uh, last name that I picked out in this minute was my new best friend. Uh, I always look for this because as a child, it was one of the first names I was taught to look for in credits. The gaffer was Rick Barham. As far as we know, no relation to Samwise Gamgee. So do we know what a gaffer is? <laughs> Uh, head electrician. I knew it had something to do with the lights, but I, I didn't want to destroy all Gaffer's credibility. Gaffer's most famous for having the best tape anywhere. Mm -hmm. If you ask anybody, Gaffer tape is the best stuff you can find anywhere. <laughs> they use it for, for uh, holding down cords so people don't trip on them and stuff Which like that. Very important. <laughs> <laughs> very important. I mean, I never did it for movies, but when I was in high school and was stage manager, it literally was just like, just tape everything flat. One guy who probably had a slightly confusing time on set was the special effects electronics design engineer, Wolfgang Lemp. Oh, I didn't notice there was another Wolfgang. I love that. I can't believe you missed the makeup and miniature sculptor, Dorothy Dealtree. Wonder if she's from Kansas. She might be. All right, guys. That pretty much takes us through through some of the credits here. And as promised, we're now going to look at the reviews that we received on iTunes. Um, tomorrow's episode, we'll talk about the stuff that happened in the Listener Society. So if you'll bear with me, I want to give shout outs to all the people that took the time to review us. And it doesn't tell us who rated necessarily, but we do get to read the reviews at the very least. 
Be gentle so, with me. <laughs> five stars, and the title is Barrett Oliver. And it says, was also in an episode of Highway to Heaven in 1984. <laughs> and now you know the rest of the story. And that was by Chris. <laughs> That's an I'm awesome pretty one. sure that's your Chris. Oh, is Chris PC Christy? Yes, is that him? That's him. Yeah. All right. So some strange like dude, too, too, me too, said digging deep, a new perspective on an age old classic, digging deep with good insight and a genuine love of the content. Pambo 89 said Thomas and Tierney are super fun to listen to. I can't wait for more episodes. Highly recommend for anyone who loves this movie. And wants to know more. Yay. Thank you, Pam. I do believe this review is from iTunes itself. Because <laughs> almost everybody that, that starts a show gets a review from this person. But I might be wrong. It says, Blue Harvest. Yep. <laughs> by the 84 Bears Rule 76. And it said, there is no escape. Don't maybe destroy you, Luke. You do not yet realize your importance. You've only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. So, <laughs> following that... <laughs> it's, a, it's a little ominous given how our movie ends and what we know happens in the next story. You know, like, the, yeah. the idea of power and bringing order, but there's a cost to it. Anyway, I'll stop psychoanalyzing our reviews. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> Big Brother B said, couldn't have picked a better movie. I promise you I'll be singing the theme song lyrics at the start of every episode. I can't wait to hear more. And that's from Chris. They look like big, good, strong hands from More Good to Them podcast. Thanks a lot, Chris. Uh, and he was a guest for us during the Morla Minutes. I don't know if we got him to sing, though. I don't know if we did or not. It's good to know he was the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Amy in Oklahoma said, great show. Loved it. From Carrie Sims said, niche indie podcast done right. <laughs> Breaking down a classic film, you'd think you could do that in one episode. Not so fast. Give this a listen and I guarantee you will change how you think. Just in time, JNT said, never ending joy. Love mm -hmm. never ending story. Love hearing such passion about such a great film. Thank you very much, Just in Time. Bloodbird26 says, cool promise. Or, I'm sorry, says, cool premise. <laughs> we <laughs> promise to fulfill our premise. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to see where this podcast takes us. Great stuff. Mafia Live equals good says, only one show has the courage to do this, and that is, and this is that show. They also do it quite well. You know what you need to do. Hit subscribe and start listening. Aww. Our next one is from Steve. Steve the Heb, I guess. Steve the H-E-B. He says, clever concept. I always want podcasting to try something new. Thanks. You did it. Aw. Well, I feel like they <laughs> should. we should give a shout out to Pete and Alex of Star Wars Minute. Oh, definitely. Who kind of pioneered this format. Because people <laughs> are saying very nice things about us coming up with new things. And I'm like, we, we totally stole this format from someone else <laughs> who had already come up with it. All right, next is LexMax75. They said, cool idea. As an 80s movie lover, I'm really looking forward to this podcast. I'm excited to go on this journey with you. Looking forward to the dad jokes and the rhymes. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. It was fun trying to come up with them, and it was probably the biggest time sink for all my uh, 
All my show notes is always <laughs> trying to find that little rhyme somewhere in there. Yeah. But I did it gladly. I really did, and I enjoyed doing it. Aw. All right. Next is Monroe Bishop, who says, classic. This brings back so many childhood memories. The next person, Jayhawk7081, also says, classic. Classic movie. Great show. Yeah. Next, we have Menglin, or M. England, 1383, who said, totally unique. Such a unique way to think about this movie. I love it. And we, you have linked to quite a bit, uh, many shows that talk about the never-ending minute, like, in an episode or as part of a bigger conversation. Right. So there's there's been a lot of analysis of this movie coming at it from different angles. Definitely. Next, we have Brains, Beauty, and Books. And that's Good spelled B-O-O-K-S, not B-U-X. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> they said it brings back memories. Oh, man, the, this movie was everything back in the 80s, LOL. I'm just starting and loving these moments. Definitely gives some perspective, and it's fun, LOL. <laughs> Thank you so much. On September 11th, oh, wow, what a day to submit a review. <laughs> SithMax17 says, great show, awesome show, great hosts, fun and informative, even when discussing hard subjects like the Swamps of Sadness. Aww, I highly recommend. Yeah. Still one of my favorite episodes or favorite weeks. I had no idea it was going to go in that direction, and I couldn't be happier that it did. Yeah. We we really lucked out with our guests that week. That was incomparable. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew Drasky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our last review, as of yet, or as of right now, was from November 1st, and this is from Rendar27. And Rendar says, it's the right team for the job. Thomas and Tierney are both super passionate and knowledgeable about the never-ending story. They are both able to bring a lot of knowledge about the book and differences between it and the movie. They have a lot of great guests, and they are a lot of fun to listen to. It's sad that we are getting to the end of the movie, but this will be a timeless podcast. Great job, guys. And that's from Adam the Creator. And if you guys aren't familiar, Adam the Creator is one of the hosts over at Dark Knight Minute. Definitely a great podcast. They're getting into the Dark Knight trilogy one minute at a time, and they have great analysis and have put a lot of work and research into what they're talking about there. They have three great hosts, and it's a big recommend from me. Yeah, it's funny. As we reach the end, I wish I had a time machine to go back and like learn so much more about how movies are made before we started this, because it, it, there definitely are times where I feel like all I did was be like, I had such a crush on Noah Hathaway as a kid, and la la la, and I just love everything. And it's like, wait, no, we really did analyze this movie, I swear. <laughs> I've learned stuff about this movie, and I've contemplated things about this movie that have never crossed my mind before. And Oh, God, I, definitely. <laughs> I really appreciate the experience, just being able to get it. I mean, it sounds narcissistic, I guess, to say I love listening to myself talk about this, but just the <laughs> idea is... That have been brought up during this show and the guests and, mm -hmm. and you, Tierney, and all the interactions we've had have really got me thinking about stuff that I never would have even considered contemplating. It's a different experience now watching it. It, it was so funny. Even I watched it with uh, Chris before he was on it and uh, he because he had seen the sequel and he was pretty sure like maybe I saw this at some point, but he didn't remember it. And even then we weren't even halfway through the movie and watching the beginning of it was just like, oh, look at all the things I noticed now. <laughs> yeah. I've said it before to, to other people and I'll say now that 
My daughter loves this movie now. She's just recently grabbed onto it. And <laughs> her new thing, when I pick her up on our weekends, we have about an hour and a half drive. And her new thing is to have me play this movie on my phone for her to watch in the back seat <laughs> while we make our hour and a half drive, which is just about perfect for this. And in, in doing that and listening to it, as I hear the dialogue and stuff, I can reminisce about all the stuff we talked about during different <laughs> minutes and, and theories we've come up with and the wonderful guests that we've had. So it, it's been Aww. a fantastic journey. Someday she'll grow up listening to this podcast and realize how much Moana and Neverending Story crossover there was. <laughs> From those You're welcome. Rides. You're welcome. <laughs> Jalen, this is for you. You're welcome. <laughs> That's so funny because I was just about to say, like, I don't think we've given a shout out to our favorite fan of the show who we got <laughs> watching this movie and made a fan of it. I'm so glad she liked it. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine if she hadn't? Oh, I know. And, and <laughs> oh. Her mom was a little upset with me that I had showed her this movie. But I was like, no, I've I've looked into this movie enough to help her deal with the uh, <laughs> the harder parts. So she does say that Gamork is a big mean puppy. Yep. And we don't pet big mean puppies. Nope. <laughs> some puppies want to be our friends. Some puppies don't. That's okay. They're this just... is a big mean puppy, and we 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 don't yep. we don't pet those. Yep. You you leave big mean puppies alone. <laughs> what else? What else is uh scary? Oh, um, Artax mm -hmm. to her. Artax doesn't die in the swamp. He just gets left behind. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. I figured that was a little easier, so I just told him, no. He just. He just gets left behind because he's too sad and he can't go on and it's too hard for a horse. And, and that but makes, don't worry. Yeah, because you see him later. I was going to say that makes sense that Atreyu is sad, though, because he had to go on alone. Like, that you exactly. still... Oh, that's clever. I know. I thought so myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, she gets really excited that very soon he gets the new the new upgraded mount. The uh, <laughs> He leveled up his, his flying mount. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's it's funny because as a kid, I don't or like even the sad and scary parts. That was kind of part of the thrill of watching it to me. And it's so funny. There are so many movies that I watched as a young when I was. So I make fun of my sister when she was three. She declared her favorite movie was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And I remember my parents looking at each other and be like, well, she's going to be trouble when she hits high school. Because she's still a toddler and already identifying with Ferris. Um, but mine at three was like Ghostbusters. <laughs> so apparently we were just all about the not age appropriate movies <laughs> for kids. And honestly, out of all of Ghostbusters, the only thing that freaked me out was when Dana sits in the chair and the arms come out of it. That was it. Ghosts, giant marshmallow men. People floating, no problems. So you just never know. It, it, it's so dependent on the kid and their experience of it. And I'm so glad she enjoyed it. And I'm so glad she made you pretend to be Falcor. Because that was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> oh, goodness. There was like a little video of her <laughs> pretending to ride Falcor to the theme song. For those of you who didn't see it, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out in the Listener Society on at the Never Ending Minute Ivory Tower. Yes, and thank you for not doing the ah thing during this. <laughs> oh goodness! So I kind of just spoiled tomorrow's minute a little bit because tomorrow we're going to cover what happened in our Ivory Tower, right? Yes, all the wonderful stuff that you guys have been talking about in the Ivory Tower. We're going to read through it, and we'll find some stuff to 
to shout out. And, and there have been some threads specifically about shouting out. We're going to read all those and give you guys the props you deserve because this show would be nothing without you listeners. We appreciate you so much. Yes. Thank you to everyone who left us reviews. I know I'm the worst about doing that. I always say I'm going to leave podcast reviews and I forget. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being a better organized person than I am. It really helps us out. All right. We have more credits to read tomorrow, but that's another story that shall be told another time. I had completely forgotten Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.